Welcome to Business Prowess with Rafael and Juanita. Our show will bring you the best insights, ideas, and inspiration from successful entrepreneurs and CEOs in the business world. We'll talk to experts and business leaders. Don't miss out on the opportunity to learn from the best and stay ahead of the game. Sifu Rafael is the founder of five unique shows. He's a fitness professional, solutions expert, executive coach, and head instructor at Max Martial Arts and Fitness in New York. Juanita Cap is a public speaker who was in the ministry for 15 years. She has extensive knowledge of various topics such as leadership and communication and has emceed many executive and academic events. Juanita is the founder of two unique shows. Her life motto is never give up. Juanita, how are you this happy Friday? How are you doing? Sifu, I'm doing so well, thank you. Super blessed once again to be in one of our amazing sessions here at Business Browers. It's the highlight of my week. There it is. There it is. Every Friday, join us every Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern Time. So we do have an exceptional guest joining us today, and we just want to bring him on, talk to about what he's doing and, and the great opportunities that he is presenting to not only us, but to the world. Let's go ahead and bring Anthony Millen. Anthony, how are you today? It's great to be with you both today. Excellent. Excellent. So you, you have something that is extremely interesting and we definitely want to talk about it, but we also want to talk about the business aspects of it and, and the ups and downs, if you will. Uh, we'd love to hear a little bit more about it. Great. So I am the founder and co-chair of Next, powered by Shulman Rogers. And what Next is, is an innovative new model for delivering legal services to startup and emerging growth companies through their full life cycle. And it came from um, my experiences as an entrepreneur for about a decade um, working as the entrepreneur and consuming legal services from a number of large national and global law firms and believing that there really needed to be a new model that really aligns the needs of startup founders and startup companies um, to the way legal services are priced and packaged and structured and delivered and serviced. And that is now being brought into the world um, as the next practice group as part of Shulman Rogers. So when somebody decides that they're going to be starting a new business, they always say, what's next, right? Mm -hmm. So <laughs> if yeah. you will, it, it, one of the most important things I believe that a lot of people neglect in the beginning is to get their advice from a lawyer, right? Mm -hmm. And this is what you guys are providing, right? Helping them guide or navigate those murky waters, right? Yeah, so what, what we've done is we've taken this really important part of building a company. One of the first key decisions you're going to make as an entrepreneur and founder is what lawyers you're going to work with to help you as you build and grow your startup company. So that becomes a, a, a really critical early decision that a founder makes. And part of what we've done is really look at three core areas. Number one, how do you bring predictability 
to consuming or or receiving legal services, particularly when it comes to legal fees. Mm. One of the big challenges for startup founders managing a PL and a business is one of the most important parts of the business early on is going to be the legal services and being unable to predict the costs of, of those legal services is challenging. So what we've done is we've taken for C through Series A, a number of the legal needs that a startup will have, and we've built several dozen products of fixed price legal bundles and packages of services that include both the legal guidance, the strategy, the counseling, the education, and the legal documents, all for a fixed price. So that becomes really um, valuable for, for founders. The next thing that we've done is we've changed and expanded on the real customer service of what it's like to experience legal services as a customer, as a client. And we've added in the concept of customer relationship managers to help manage when you have multiple projects working with us. We've set up a structure that you have access to seasoned senior attorneys for critical guidance during these early stages. And we use a lot of technology to make the ability to have a client-centric model possible. And it makes the legal services much more transparent, much more efficient, and much more collaborative. So those are some of the unique aspects of what we've done um, from a legal services perspective. Mm. I, I have a thought in mind when when you, you were talking and it's it's not necessarily cookie cutter is it because there's different types of startups so mm -hmm. do you first assess the kind of startup and then you give them a package yeah the package the the guidance that you get is very customized you're exactly right um see for that Every startup is slightly different. The stages are slightly different. The needs and goals and aspirations are slightly different. So the packages are more how we've, how we've been able to deliver what are very custom services, but through a fixed price model for, for a lot mm -hmm. of, of the early stage needs of a startup company. So the guidance that you get in, the strategy, the coaching, the education, is very much custom to the needs of each client, each startup that we we work with. I, I think Juanita yeah. has five hundred questions for you. Go for it, Juanita. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love I love how you take each business and you prepare a plan for them. You know that's tailor made to their needs because mm -hmm. there are some touch points. You know that will that will inevitably um, overlap in all businesses, but each business is essentially, you know, an entity on its own, a whole vibe, a whole energy on its own. Their mission and their goal and their vision is different. So I want to commend you on doing that because in some senses, uh, you know, one size fits all doesn't always work, but what you do, what's unique is you, you take that principle, that concept, and you actually go and you frame and format that for the business at the end. So uh, I think that's, that's exceptional. Absolutely amazing product that you put out there. And then what we've done as well is we've also 
become a long-term partner with these startup companies for their growth. And we look at helping them really de-risk and grow. So in addition to the whole legal side of what we do, we've created a number of value-added platforms and services that help de-risk and help founders grow. Our mission at Next, powered by Shulman Rogers, is empowering startup success. And we're constantly growing ourselves and adding more to what we do to do that. So some examples of that are a number of founders, when you start working with them, are very quickly, they're trying to figure out, like, who do they use for banking? Where do they get insurance? What, how do they get help building out a financial model? Um, All these different types of other services that are going to be important to their success. So we launched Next Marketplace, which now has over a hundred different service providers in all these different fields of companies that focus on the startup ecosystem and startup companies within it. And we, we help connect through warm introductions um, and connections founders to these service providers. We've launched Startup U, which is a masterclass type of education platform of high value content for founders that's free and that founders can be able to use and we have content in there with one of our partners called Biscalers and then we also a number of the partners in our marketplace put educational content in there and most recently we just launched a platform called Next Raise which is all around helping founders become more um, client-centric, I mean, more ready to meet with investors, and also the ability to connect founders and investors in a more scalable and efficient way. Mm. You know, one of the things that I'm listening to, and I'm sure many founders, many people starting a, a corporation, a business, or anything like that, never considered coaching, and you're mm-hmm. providing that. That is huge. When we think about we're going into this venture, it's it's scary. There's, there's unforeseen things that are going to happen. And you guys are providing actual coaching to guide them, to help them, to not only you create it next you and all these different platforms to guide them and help them and, and even to say, hey, you know what? You got, Have you thought of financing? Have you thought of marketing? Have you thought of of all these different areas Mm -hmm. and you're doing an amazing service. Where were you 30 years ago? (laughs) I was was (laughs) struggling through building and learning as I was an entrepreneur building companies. And so a lot of, a lot of um, what we do comes from the experiences as a experiencing what it's like to start and build and scale a company. So mm-hmm. we, um, we have a number of people in the leadership of our, of our teams that have had experience as entrepreneurs and as business people as well. And so that's very helpful. Mm-hmm. So what the, the question that I, I, keeps coming up in my mind as a lawyer, right? Why 
even go global? Why help so many different types of businesses when you can niche down and just so, you know, we're going to work with this type of business or, you know, uh, uh, these many clients. But now you've really, really hit something that that's really, to me, amazing. Yeah, you know, our view is, and my and my belief is there is nothing harder and more rewarding than building a company, taking something that starts in your mind, there's a vision and bringing it into the world. Mm. There, there really is, there really, from a satisfaction point of view, but also from a challenge point of view, nothing harder and nothing more rewarding. And to build a company takes so much passion. You have to really believe deeply in the importance of what you're doing to be able to spend 24 hours, seven days a week for seven, eight, 10 years building something. And we want to give everybody who's prepared to put in that kind of effort and who has that kind of passion and who are bringing things into the world that are going to help other people and solve problems. We want to help give them a greater chance of being successful. And so that is, um, that's why we have a very broad reach in what we do, because we're not trying to just, we're trying to create a solution that can grow and scale and eventually over time help thousands of founders reach their successful goals. Gotcha, gotcha. You know, Mandy is is joining and she says she'd love to connect with you. And, and she's feeling the energy too. So one of the things that I, we have going across the, sh- the screen is next www.next.loa. And is that the best way that people can reach out yeah, as if, a founder? Yeah, if people go there, there is a, there is a place to fill out info, like a, a request for information or a request to meet. You can mm-hmm. also on that website, you can also go to info at next.law. But if you go to the website, there is a box to fill out and you can list that you um, heard me speaking on this great show and we will reach out and connect with you. Yeah, just let them know you heard it here on Business Prowess. And we will um, make sure that you get the best service ever. Why? Because Anthony's our friend. <laughs> so, Anthony, the, the question also um, comes to how are you able to navigate the different laws across the continent, if you will? Yeah. So what you know, we focus on is and that's a great question. We, we focus on a very specific area, which is a lot around. Um, helping companies build and grow. A lot of these companies, particularly in the U.S., are set up as Delaware companies. That's a very common place for for corporations, for instance, to set up. And so when we're working on financings or we're working on some of these different um, business-related ventures, we're we're often working with Delaware companies uh, regardless of where they're located and qualified to do business. There are certain areas, um, if you get into certain legal areas in different parts of the country where you need to work with a local attorney who 
is barred in that particular jurisdiction. You have a specific employment matter, or if something in our side of the companies that we're working with, there's not a lot of litigation. We're really working with companies in building and growing their businesses. But we have law firms that um, that we have relationships with in different parts of the country and lawyers where if there is something that needs a local attorney, we're able to connect. And on the global side, the work that we're doing with startups globally is mainly startup companies that are looking to move into the U.S. to attract and access U.S venture capital and other investments and customers and strategic partners and what they will often do also is what's called a delaware flip where that global um, startup company will will flip into a delaware c corp and their local operating company whether it's in canada or south africa where Juanita is or the uk or or Mexico or wherever wherever you happen to be would become a wholly owned operating subsidiary. So we won't work on the legal issues in your local country or jurisdiction. We'll partner with law firms there, but we can help those global founders building companies wanting to come into the US to be able to do that. You know, what one of the things that I, I realize some companies are creating LLCs in certain areas like Las Vegas, the reason being is because they can be anonymous, right? Yeah, I mean, what, you know, what you find is if you are trying to um, build a company that you're looking to really grow and you want to bring in employees and issue them stock options to participate in the upside and you're looking to um, bring in investors, or the, whether they're um, high net worth individuals or they're institutional investors like venture capital funds. The people are looking for a jurisdiction that they're very comfortable doing business in and investing in companies based in that jurisdiction where there are established laws and established protocols and established precedents and more predictability as to how certain things will be handled. And so, like I said before, most of the time that we're working with startup companies, they're working on the uh, on a Delaware, setting up as a Delaware C-Corp. There are instances where it may make sense to be a limited liability company. And, you know, we work with clients to help them decide should they be a C corporation or a limited liability company? And we certainly, as part of the coaching and guidance and strategy, can help them think through where the jurisdictions that they should set their company up in. Juanita, what what uh, what what's going on in that mind of yours? Because you have a beautiful mind, so let's go for it. <laughs> I appreciate it. Uh, you know, I see a phenomenal idea that is really bringing upliftment globally. And Sifu and I and the other entrepreneurs that we work with, uh, you know, we believe in personal and professional development in a consistent manner. It's something that will never outgrow. It's something that will always be part of your life if you're a business owner. And I really feel that you're putting this platform together. You're bringing that knowledge out there. 
you know, helping them with the startups, teaching them about the LLCs, teaching them about the legal, in, you know, intricate details that they need to know, but also um, within the boundaries of each different country that you are reaching out. I mean, this is possible for someone in South Africa as well. And I don't know if the audience knows this, but Sifu actually uh, told me that you have some roots here in South Africa. So uh, tell us a little bit more about that as well, because that's amazing. Yeah, no, it's, um, I was born there. I was born in Johannesburg and lived and grew up there until high school. So my roots and my uh, childhood were all, all spent in, in South Africa. Um, I know you're based, I heard, in Cape Town in the East Cape. And we used to spend uh, summers visiting Cape Town. And um, it's, it's an important part, of, um, important part of who I am is the, the time I had uh, growing up during very formative years of life in South Africa. Wonderful. Do you have any business owners, any businesses that you are collaborating with here in South Africa at the moment? You know, so we have a couple of, of, of um, companies that we're talking to that are that are based in South Africa that are looking at, as I said before, we, we won't work on the legal side of the South African business, but for South African founders, who want to come to the U.S. and and access U.S. investors and customers and clients and strategic partners? We'll work with those South African founders, like we were with founders across other countries, to help them figure out how do they do that? How do they set up a company in the United States that can that can do that? So um, there are a lot of you know South Africans are often. Um, great entrepreneurs and and um, very creative problem solvers and and you see them in the business world I you know I know a number of South African entrepreneurs here in the US and so yeah we we um, certainly are always interested to speak to entrepreneurs from from other countries and South Africa is one that we definitely have some conversations ongoing with founders. Anthony, let me ask you a, a question. What is, and don't get me wrong, I love this country of ours, but what is the benefit of other entrepreneurs, founders who are not in this country to do business in this country? You know, the, for, for people building a startup company, a lot of the reason people want to do business in the U.S. one is access to capital. So often it takes capital, VC, and other types of capital to build a company. And you have in the U.S. a very established, um, structured infrastructure and ecosystem for helping startup companies receive funding and growth. So one is capital and the capital markets in the US and a history of many great innovations in the world coming from out of the US and out of investments that and and investors who helped those founders bring their visions into the world. Um, another one is just the size of the market. 
opportunity. Mm -hmm. So if you're an entrepreneur in where Juanita is in South Africa, you have a, a much smaller local market opportunity. You have a, a larger opportunity across the continent there. But for people who also would like to come to the US, it's just a very, very big global market filled with many customers. So um, that is another reason that people come. And also sometimes in building the company, you need great strategic partners. Mm -hmm. A lot of the world's leading companies that can be strategic partners for startup companies in certain areas are based in the US or come out of the US. So for all those different reasons, the size of the market, the access to capital, the access to on the market side to both clients and partners makes the US a, a really important market for entrepreneurs and founders based elsewhere. Gotcha, gotcha. So let, let me ask you a question. I know that Juanita and I, we work with a lot of different types of businesses and so forth, and we cannot help everyone. Do you ever turn people down because maybe they're not, and you don't see how they can even start business because they don't have all their ducks in a row, or they're just, you know, they're going to fail to begin with? We, we are not venture capital capitalists. We're not picking winners and losers. Gotcha. Our goal is to be able to, you know, people come to us from, I have a great idea and I want to set up my company and, buy, and purchase your formation package and services to help me get my company set up. We would work with them. Some people come to us, they have the idea and they're ready for raising their first rounds of financing. And we help them with that. Some people are ready to do the really exciting step of hiring their first employee. A tremendous milestone in mm -hmm. a founder's journey the first time they're bringing in hiring employees and going from just themselves to employees. Some people start working with us at that point. So we work with companies, again, from just the founders with an idea all the way through um, to working with founders. We have at Shulman Rogers a fantastic mergers and acquisitions team that if you've successfully built your company and you're looking to sell your company, can work with you to help you sell your company. That's not under one of our C through Series A packages. It's it's more, it's an hourly structure, but um, very tremendously sophisticated legal services at a very reasonable cost at Children Rogers. But we can help those founders who we worked with at the beginning go all the way through to successfully selling their business. And we don't pick and choose um, if people are able to come in and are interested in working with us. We're interested in helping them. Gotcha. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. <laughs> so, <laughs> go ahead, Juanita. Yeah, yeah, you know, I just wanted to comment on, on all the information for that uh, that Anthony has been giving us here. I really feel that what you are doing is serving as a vehicle, really to touch and elevate the economic climate of the countries that you work with. 
and you know the development that it facilitates i think it's exceptional it's it's really something if you're a business owner out there if you're an entrepreneur there are so many so many areas of being a business owner and here is the platform uh with, with which anthony is busy with the next platform that that can really edify you in the area you're not well versed in yet there's always something to learn so i really encourage look at it you know contact anthony and uh, set up that appointment because it might just open and i'm sure it will amazing doors for you to scale so that you can scale because in essence that's what we want to do we want to scale our businesses and bring positive impact yeah do, do you also do you work with small startups or is it do you have a size requirement or is it a what are they doing um as far as who you'll take on as a client yeah most most of the companies we're working with may start small but the founders are not looking to just start a small business for instance mm -hmm. they're looking to whether they reach that goal or not they're looking to build and scale into a much larger company that has impact you know we work with companies across many industries a lot of them are tech related or health and life sciences and biotech but a, a lot of the companies we work with have a have some type of tech component to it uh, but the the main the main thing we we in terms of who we find we working with like Juanita said, of people who are starting a business with a goal and a vision to really build and scale and have broad impact with what they're doing. Mm -hmm. So w when we think about somebody who is a founder, it's not somebody who's going to start a mom and pop shop like a, a grocery store or, or a card store or something small like that. We're thinking somebody who wants to maybe even go global. Is that what we're looking at? Yeah. And, you know, every, every person who starts a company, even somebody who's starting a small store, I, you know, have tremendous respect for. And um, it's such a challenging endeavor. And each of these businesses is critically important to local ecosystems. But in terms of who we mostly working with, they're companies who are looking to build and grow and scale and add many employees and and um, grow into other markets across their local countries and and like you said even expand over time into into other countries but um, they're they may be small in size at the beginning but in terms of of vision and plans and goals there the founders have very big goals for for these businesses that they're starting Mm. Are, are you able to give us any any examples of, of somebody who came to you and, and how they've grown uh, because of your services? I mean, we, we've had a number we've had a number of clients that we've started working with from from very early stages, and you know we've had companies that grew into being worth um, hundred plus million dollars in size and when they eventually sold. Um, what, you know, one of the things that, um, 
One of the things that you see, and this is also something that, that you guys have referenced, is every business, while unique and different, has there are common mistakes and common pitfalls and common challenges that um, everyone goes through. Just like a child is born and they have to first figure out how to walk and how to, how to crawl and how to walk and and all the different, and then how to run, and all the different stages, and there are challenges, and everyone kind of um, has their unique ways they go through those cycles, but then there are also very common elements, like you need to form your company, should it be an LLC, should it be a C-Corp if you're in the U.S. or something equivalent in your local jurisdiction, you are looking to... Um, you have multiple founders. How do you deal with issues when to protect the founders um, from from one founder leaving after six months with half the company or a third of the company? How do you how do you deal with with issues around vesting shares and and so that you don't find yourself a lot of times, you know, it's very intense building a business and a lot of times in the first year or two founders may discover that they have different um, different visions for the business. They weren't well aligned when it started, and so they split. And what have you done to, to prepare and protect the business and the founders who are staying with the business? Mm -hmm. um, how you classify employees versus independent contractors, again, if you're in the U.S., um, there, there are some, there are each of these different steps that as you go through that milestone, you can do, you, there are common mistakes you can fall into that can have a real impact on your business, or you can be educated and coached and understand ahead of time what's coming and what that roadmap looks like and be prepared for it. So um, the, those those become really really important things and even just on the founders question and this is where you know you're both very involved also in guidance and coaching and and working with um with with founders is even that first step of picking who you should co-found your company with. and before you get too deep into it around this alignment you know do you agree on what you're trying to build. Do you agree on the speed at which you're trying to build it? Do you agree on how much time and effort you're all willing to put in? Do you have alignment around um, how much money you're each going to contribute? Do you have an alignment around whether you want to bring in outside investors? Do you? So there, there are investing that time up front to get to know who you're going to build this business with becomes really important as well. And um, so there is a there is a lot that you can do to really, when we talk about helping companies understand issues and de-risk and grow, these are some of the different areas. At Next.Law, we also have what we call the roadmap. Uh, from C to Series A, which lays out all of these different steps that um, companies need to go through as they grow and build their companies. So I'm thinking of, as a founder, I started my company, I'm doing well, what's next? Just putting a 
pun upon that. But so what's next? Next is maybe acquisition. So would next.lua be able to help me with the legal work involved in the acquisition of a new company? Would they help me look into and, and the securities involved and and even the the, the staffing and, and all of these same different things? Would that be something that I can go to you guys for? Yes. So, you know, the great thing for next group within Shulman Rogers is we're part of Shulman Rogers, which is a hundred attorney law firm based in Maryland, just uh, outside of downtown DC in, in, in the US. And um, because of it's a full service law firm that covers a broad range of commercial business, corporate and, and personal services. And it's um, got a national and regional practice. And the question of acquisitions, we have a group that specifically at Shulman Rogers that specifically helps companies that have grown and want to buy another company. And they also help companies that want to um, sell them, sell their company. And then so, you're also, you're also talking <laughs> mergers, right? Yeah, so we can we have a mergers and acquisitions M&A group that's really strong and um, and we so we're able to as as founders and are working with the next group as they're building and growing their company and raising capital and 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 moving towards an exit when they reach that stage that they've now found somebody who wants to buy their company for instance then we have another group within Shulman Rogers that's able to handle that. Mm, gotcha, gotcha. So are you able to help guide someone when they say, you know what, we're looking to sell or we're looking to acquire or we're looking to merge? Do you have the guidance to be able to tell them in which direction to go? Towards? Yes, uh, our mergers and acquisitions team, our M&A team, um, is able to work really closely and we at the next team who've been working with these companies as they're growing we also have the ability from a strategic guidance and counseling point of view um, have the ability to work with founders um, to really understand the process of selling a company what to expect um, we work with them on the um, actual reviewing the letters of intent that are the beginning of a process to acquire business we work with them on all the negotiations and the structuring of the deal there's a lot of when you sell a company there's a lot of importance from a tax point of view to structure the acquisition in a way that's tax efficient and tax effective and so working with clients to understand the different structures and the tax implications of those structures. We've got a very strong tax team that works with our mergers and acquisitions team to in, in the structuring of these transactions as well. Mm. De definitely a lot of um, input, a lot of information. So do you guys also kind of guide someone who says, you know, we 
we've started with you guys and now we want to acquire a company, but would you be able to coach us as to what would be the best company for us to acquire? We know we want to grow, but we can't do it ourselves. And we know that acquiring another company, but we're not sure which is the best fit for us. Do you guys also guide in that regard? So what you normally would do when you're looking to acquire a company, you will often hire an investment banking firm. Mm-hmm. And the investment banking firm would be the firm that might help you if it's, you know, buy side investment banker, meaning they work with the buyer, a group, they may help you put a target list together, understand what you're looking for. And the investment bankers who work closely with the lawyers and with the owners of the business as kind of a, a team, uh, acquisition team, but it's more the investment banking or business brokers who would have the role of understanding the target of what you're looking for. I'm looking for a business that does X or that does Y, that has a certain revenue that's based in a certain region, that has certain earnings. Uh, And once you identify that target working with your business broker or your investment banker, then your legal team steps in Mm. as well and helps you figure out how to actually approach and works with you in the acquisition of that company. So within the ecosystem of, of mergers and acquisitions, you have several service providers. You also work very closely with your accounting firm and they're helping on while the law firm is doing the legal documents and helping with legal due diligence you have the accounting firms that are doing the financial due diligence on the target company that you're looking to acquire. And then you've, you know, you've got the investment bankers. So you'll often find that you have the company, the accounting firm, the investment banking firm, and the law firm all working together to make these types of very complex deals happen. Wonderful. Wonderful. Sifu, my goodness, what a wonderful project we've been introduced to. Uh, Anthony, I love the scope in which you work. You know, you really are the glue between all of the moving parts that you've been speaking about. And what draws me to your project, and I'm sure the same for other business owners as well, is that consistent support that you give. You know, because we've mentioned and you've mentioned that it's a journey. And next is really that vehicle that helps you to enjoy that journey, that helps you to avoid the obstacles that some of us have had to face in the past, you know, the general ones and the unique ones. And, uh, you know, it's, it's just good to know that there is a go-to place. There is an answer at the end of that question. And that's really, it will really help business owners to have that peace of mind when they are maybe going into their first merger, when they attempt their first acquisition, they know we can reach out to next. They have all the individuals, you know, all the business professionals with the know-how. They will guide me in the right direction. And I think peace of mind is very important when you're a business owner. It just makes the journey more enjoyable. Yes, I totally agree with you, Anita. It is, it is definitely a journey and it has its highs and it has its lows and it has its um, excitement and its challenges and surrounding yourself with people who can guide you and coach you and support you and building the right team of people who surround you is as important 
as building the right team of people who you're hiring as employees in the company. It's, um, it is, it is, takes a team of people to be successful and um, we're excited to play our role in being part of that team. Mm. Well, I got to tell you, thank you so much for being on the show today. We learned so much, and this is why we do the show. Um, kind of selfish for us, right, <laughs> so, so we can learn a little bit. But, you know, the, the question that um, is probably on everybody's mind is, what's next? So for us, the, the next thing in Next is really around um, – this new our newest initiative which is called next raise which we spoke about and just launched um um last week officially mm -hmm. is really around helping founders be ready yeah. to meet with investors when they get those investor meetings so being investor ready mm. and helping founders and investors find each other more effectively and efficiently in the marketplace and so every year we have big new initiatives that are part of our mission to help empower startup success. And that is our big initiative for uh, 2023 has been the launch and, and growth of, of Next Race. And people will need to tune in to see what we bring to market in 2024. But every Every year we constantly building and adding based on really listening to our clients and the ecosystem and look at what's really needed to support founders within the startup ecosystem. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much for being here with us today and enlightening us. And now anybody who wants to know what's next, you got to go to next.law, right? find out what's next because these guys do not listen they do not stand still because yeah. i'm sure you guys i'm sure you guys have a meeting and you go hey guys what's next right? yeah. <laughs> absolutely and it's been a, a real pleasure and honor to be on the show with you both Anita and sifu and thank you so much for having me all right thank you have an amazing and blessed day Juanita. Always a pleasure, you know. It's it's incredible. You're all the way in South Africa, but it feels like you're right here. <laughs> I love it. I love it, Sifu. Thank you so much, Anthony. Sifu, it was exceptional. It was interesting, edifying. Um, I just want to thank you and our wonderful guest, Anthony. I am far away, but it does feel, you know, like we are together. So thank God for technology. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. And yeah. you brought Anthony a little bit of home, too. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, you guys. Take care. Have an amazing rest of your day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.